Relax and get loose while I put you up on game. The figure booth with Josh and Nate. This that podcast folk. Those in the know. Batman vs. Iron Man. How would it go? We talking one of a kind. Collectibles. Mezco toys are respectable. It's unacceptable. If it's not in the packaging, Nate don't take pics if you ain't rapping it. Nate's dirty tricks are always happening. But damn it, man. Don't you be stressing round here. We believe in plastic confessions. We trying to figure out the figures. That's gonna stand the test of time. That G.I. Joe handmade hit me in the spine. There's perfection in the way that these toys are made. But I also wanna know do I pick Wade or Slade? So this is where I come to kick it with the guys. The figure booth. Like, comment, and subscribe. Hello and welcome to the Figure Booth Podcast Show, where we talk about the ups and downs of being a modern day collector. We go over pre-orders, we share our weekly hauls, better known as Plastic Confessions. We do interviews with those in the toy community. My name is Josh, also known as Prime to the First, and I'm joined by my friend and co-host, I know him as Nasty Nate. You guys hey can guys, see him. Nate. <laughs> uh, at figurefan underscore Nate. And you've reached episode 56, which we're calling, what are we calling this again, Prime? <laughs> Just we are calling this the deal or no deal. The deal or no deal, that's right. The deal or uh, no deal. Yeah, we went through some different names, so I had a, I had a blank moment. I was like, wait, <laughs> what did we settle on? Yeah, deal the deal or no deal. deal. Uh, which, go ahead. We've touched on this like in different ways, mm-hmm. but not like focusing on it in a full right. episode you yeah. know so uh it's something that me and kind of prime been talking about like hey i need to sell some figures yeah you know, how am i gonna go about doing that i think a lot of people have confusion on how do i pick a good price how do i deal with shipping yep. um you know and how do and i really pick which figures to sell that kind like, of like the the thing also like it's really crazy because we have kind of sprinkled it in um and a lot of our previous episodes and a lot of times it's i think it's one like going back to what's our why for the show here at the figure booth that's what we try to focus on we bring you guys topics we talk about the ups and downs and a lot of that feedback that you guys have been sharing with us you guys are letting us know that these themes these topics are resonating with you and sometimes there's some good themes themes that we kind of can deal with and some sometimes some of these themes are going to be kind of difficult like selling stuff i think as a collector it's really hard for some of us to kind of make that transition to over the fence of selling there's some collectors that have already sold some stuff and it's easy for them to buy stuff and then sell stuff like to me when i first think about selling some of my figures like i go to mario because he's so he's he does it so easily like he'll buy something if he doesn't like it eh, no there's no attachment and he sells it and Mm -hmm. i feel like he's in a different season and really, a lot of times, like as a collector, you got to ask yourself, what season are you in? Are you just starting out? And a lot of times, if you're starting out, like we've shared before, don't get to the point where there's so much. You start asking yourself, like, I have so many boxes and I'm going to end up living out of a box. Like, does it get out of control? You know, and there's a lot of other things that we can even talk about, like priorities. I see a lot of times in groups where a lot of collectors are selling all their stuff because they have to because they need to pay for a bill or they need to pay the rent. And that's like, that's a whole nother show. This type of deal or no deal, what we're talking about is like, for me personally, I've gotten to a point where me buying all the figures, doing the pre-orders, doing the hunts, like it doesn't even bring me joy anymore. So then I almost 
you know, you find yourself having like this two-faced con uh, conversation where you turn into two-faced and you're like, bro, what are you doing? Like you're buying this stuff and you're not even enjoying it. Like right. take a look. I think, you know? Yeah, no, I hear you. And I think that resonates with a lot of people because I've been seeing this a lot where, yeah, we talk about Mezco's getting delayed, for instance. Right. And people are upset about that. And then all of a sudden Wolverine, yep. you know, the new Mezco Wolverine comes to and people are like, yep. wait, wait, wait. Uh, I'm, I'm not ready to pay for that see. yet. Right. Can we just hold <laughs> off? And it's like, wait, hold on a second. A, exactly. a day ago, you were complaining about how long this was taking to come out. Yes. Now it is dropping and you're worried about paying for it. And I think we're all kind of going through that. Like, man, the pre-order onslaught, we got STCC coming up. Yep. You know? uh, it's really starting to kind of like stress some people out. So it's like, okay, I need to sell things to make money for other things. Yep. I think there's a certain way to go about it or at least try to have a maybe a lead up to that so that yep. you're not part of the group of everyone that is kind of trying to drop stuff at the same time because it's really hard to sell stuff. It is. When you see everybody else is selling stuff yep. too. And then a lot of times we all end up selling the same stuff because, hello, we're all collecting the same type of figures. Right. And then that gets frustrating where you're like, damn, Nate's selling his Mesco and I'm selling my Mesco and he has it at one price. Now, like, we're doing the race to the bottom yeah, of the barrel. Yeah, you're competing with people. Right. That sucks. Right. And sometimes even in a Discord group, there's like, there's almost like a competition, like an un <laughs> yeah. Un yeah. said competition. It's like, I'll post my sales post and then. 10 minutes later, somebody has like this page long post. And so mine just gets pushed up. It's like, yep. all right, well, nobody even knows I'm selling anything anymore. Yeah. And then somebody else comes in five minutes later and posts like five or six things that that same guy posted two days ago. Yeah. So he's trying to make sure that his stuff is at yeah. the top of the list. You know, it's like, it's kind of annoying. And, and, and even dealing with that, like that could take the the wind out of your cell. You're like, forget it. I'm not going to sell none of my stuff because I can't sell it. And right. then now you're like, you're, just trying to get rid of it. And again, that's, I think that's what we're trying to hone, hone in on. And I'm going to remind you guys, if you guys are finding value in what we're bringing to you, make sure you hit that like button, make sure you spread the word. Cause we just crossed a uh, threshold. We got 300 subscribers on the channel. So we're going to do a little party, tiny, small party, but we need more help. Um, so if you guys like what you're seeing, spread the word, tell your neighbor right now, turn around and show your wife and tell them, Hey, go to go tell 10 of your friends. That's what we. That's what we need. We need more people to come in and watch us. Um, but that's what we're talking about. We're we're saying, don't let it get to that point where you can't sell yourself, and then you're just like you're over it. Because I've gotten to a point where I just need like I need to hit a reset button. It. I need to hit that reset button so I can make room for all the new stuff. Um, we had a live where um, someone had commented that Fabster had said, you know, if it's not in the display case, then it, it probably shouldn't be in your collection. And for some of us, we're very limited. For others, we have larger rooms. Like I only have room for whatever's in that back shelf. And then in my detox, I have three detox and they're full. So I'm like, mm -hmm. that's, I'm never gonna have any type of rotation. So I need to get rid of some stuff. And there's so much good stuff constantly coming out. And that's the season that I'm in. You know, I invite you guys, I'm gonna sell everything. I'm gonna sell the loose stuff. I'm gonna sell my mock stuff. I'm gonna sell my doubles, join me. And let's go through this journey and let's see what happens. Like I'm going to go through it and then hopefully it'll give me, I feel like my collection has gotten to a point where it's excess and it's like blocking all my creative juices. And I think if I get rid of all that stuff, then hopefully I'll have some time to like mess with those handful of figures that are really my favorite. Maybe I can sit down and take some pictures again. That's kind of like, those are some of the things I miss. Yeah. 
and I think you touched on this earlier, but there's definitely like the different seasons of the collector. Like if you're a beginner, you're probably trying to hold on to things and like, oh, I don't want right. to sell things, you know, because right. I'm just getting started. Yeah. You know, if you've been around for a while, like me and Prime, it's you're getting to the point where the collection yeah. starts to stress you out. That's what you, you don't want. You don't right. want the collection to stress you out. I'm going through painting my house and I'm trying to like move things from one room yep. to the other. Yep. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing this with my wife and I've yeah. got all my figures like in this closet. Yeah. And my wife's like, well, let's just store some things in this closet. I'm like, well, uh, yeah. let's just not go through that right now. <laughs> like, no, 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 hold on. Let's just open it up. Yeah, yeah. Go through it. And then I start having this like realization of myself, like, man, this thing is just packed full of figures. And I've got boxes and stuff now that I want to get rid of because that causes me stress. And that's another thing. I'm using all of this space to store yep. them when that's, I could use that for other things. It's not yeah. fun. No, it's yeah. not fun. And, and you know, what's crazy is a lot of us seem to like get on this same season where I was thinking, I've been thinking about this and you guys know, you guys have been listening to us and watching us. I've been mentioning, I'm going to sell my legends first. I've been talking about selling my legends for quite some time. I think running count is almost a straight year. And now I'm actually like, like a bandaid, just ripping it off. And I told my wife, I'm selling everything. She was like, what are you serious? I'm like, I'm going to sell everything except what's on the shelf and in my detox, because obviously those are the ones that are like, you know, the cream of the creme. Um, but everything that that's in, in the tubs and everything that I don't see, like, why am I hanging on to it? I'm not going to be able to take it with me. There's no hearse attached to a casket. So, or there's no U-Haul attached to a casket, you know? So I'm like, <laughs> why, why take it? You know? Right. And again, we're in this age of collecting where there, it's like there's so much good stuff. There is constant pre-orders, constant has labs, constant like there's non-stop. constant every nonstop. This is like non-stop. the best time to be a collector, and I feel like best and worst. Oh, yeah, best and worst because all the old stuff that I have is like I feel like it's holding me down, and I need to mm-hmm. like just let it go. To obviously like someone who really either will appreciate it more or again that first time collector where they're looking for that one item and i know what it feels like because i've been in that season where i'm looking for this certain character or this certain legend that came out before i was in the game and i wish someone could just let it go and i'm at that point where i'm like i'm just gonna start letting stuff go yeah when i think a lot of that when you start considering it is the uh, it seems like a stressful task of how do i even start to price this you know what do i use as a gauge yeah um and I think a lot of people will first instinct is go to eBay right? and look at, hey, what's what's it selling for now? What do people yeah. have it listed for? Yeah. That's the wrong way to do it, though. Yeah. Uh, look at eBay maybe for sold listings first. Oh, step one, eBay sold, sold eBay listings. eBay sold yeah. listings. Not, yeah. not what they're actively yeah. listed for now because you can see, you know, you could have like that's a crazy prices. Yeah, like a loan roach, for instance, go from like 600 to 300. I mean, that's just yeah. not a good gauge to start from. What are what people are willing to pay is what it's actually selling for. Yeah. And then, you know, you, like me, when I'm going to buy something, I, I immediately go to, okay, what has it sold for in the past? That's probably yeah. my ceiling. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then, uh, also on eBay, you're paying for the additional fees. So I can see why people go a little higher, maybe, because eBay charges a lot now. I think it's like up to 12% of your total. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't sell. I used to sell stuff on eBay, not anymore. And then you got PayPal that's charging you because eBay and yeah. PayPal don't play nice together anymore. Yeah. So you got two different companies charging. Um, and then you got the, the eBay problems, which has been a, it seems like it's getting worse and worse. But like, if there's anything I can recommend people doing is not to use auctions on eBay. It's just too easy for people to get out of it. 
and say like, well, I just don't want to pay for it anymore. And then eBay won't do anything really negative against them because a buyer's not obligated to give you money. You know, even though I feel like an auction's kind of a contract of saying like, hey, you are going to buy this for that price. Yeah. I've had it happen one too many times where I just, I avoid eBay entirely for selling. But um, I think a lot of that also is what's your reach outside of that? Because it might not be as easy for people to find other people mm -hmm. to sell. Yeah. So if you have a Discord group, if you're not part of a Discord group and you're a figure collector, it's you're kind of missing out on a really golden opportunity to have a community of people. What's the Discord group uh, you're a part of? I'm part of the Figure Collective. Yeah, because um, we've had some people reach out and talk. They thought it was the Figure Booth Discord. We don't have a Figure <laughs> Booth Discord. No, um, actually, I didn't start this uh, Discord. I've been part of it for the last few years. I'm an admin in there, but it's called the Figure Collective. Yeah, really uh, cool. If you guys place. are interested, I'd be uh, happy to send you an invite. Prime's part of it, too. So if, maybe if you're more friendly with Prime, you don't want to approach me. I'm sure that you can send you a link. <laughs> But I'm also part of the toying around uh, the enablers Discord. Yes, the enablers Discord is awesome. Yeah, one stop Toy Migos has a Discord. Yeah, Toy Migos has a Discord. I think Paige is part of another Discord of, of collectors. There's a lot of them out there, yeah. and it's a great resource for people in the collecting world because most of the time, I won't say all, because there are some toxic Discords. Most of the time, though, you're dealing with people that are fellow collectors that understand what things should really be priced at. Yeah. Not trying to yeah. price gouge you, yeah. not trying to get the top dollar eBay listing price. They're yeah. trying to just get rid of things for a reasonable yeah. price. That's one that you mentioned, Mario. That's one thing I think Mario's really great oh. about is that he'll list it for usually what he paid for. He's not trying to make yeah. any extra money and sometimes even less than that. Yeah. So you got to be willing to like, if you really want to let it go, yeah. don't be don't be greedy about it and be like, well, what's the most I can get for this? Yeah, that's you know? a really good point. Yeah, because if you start focusing so much on maximizing your profit, mm -hmm. it's going to be really hard for you to move that quickly. Mm -hmm. Everybody's always everybody wants the BBD, the bigger, better deal. Like, where can I go to find the BBD? That's what we oh, should oh, BBD, bigger, better deal, bigger, yeah, better deal. Um, we're changing, we're changing it midway through the show. Mid bigger, better deal. Yeah, I had a hard time with the title, and now we're changing it again. BBD. Wow, but I like that. You know, everybody's just like, well, I'll wait and see if somebody else sells it for a lower price. Or they'll DM you and say, well, can you take $30 off it? You know, you got to be willing to negotiate because not everybody wants to pay. Everybody wants to feel like they're getting a good deal. So yeah. I would even start higher than what you're willing to let it go for. And then if a guy's teetering, you could say, well, I'll knock 20 bucks off it. Yeah. You know, that's a kind of a way to get the sale done, get it over with and get it out of your hands. Yeah. You know, we want to show you how to deal, which I think that was the original name of our episode. How to deal. How to deal. <laughs> we're a mess today we're a mess man well but yeah i mean it's just uh, that's for pricing that's kind of how i approach it. yeah what, what do you think like is that sort of your method no, for pricing that, or and i think that's really good using your resources like yes ebay is a good starting point don't use that especially if you're part of discord and again you, you want to think who's your audience you are going to be selling to a fellow collector or do you want that put yourself in their shoes you don't want to be taken advantage of at the same time you're not going to sell something that you know and if you know it the other collector knows okay this has some value i'm not gonna and again this goes with our second point etiquette you don't want to lowball somebody and if you know someone's giving you a deal like like meet them halfway don't 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 shoot them an offer that's like almost like a slap in the face 
because I think we've, as collectors, we, we're crossing that bridge where we're letting this stuff go, whether or not it's sentimental, whether or not we have attachment to it, we're deciding, hey, it's no longer going to be part of a collection. I'm giving a fair deal. And most of us know, okay, that's a good deal or eh, that's an okay deal. It's not super crazy expensive, but it's a little bit above retail. But we all know a lot of times, a lot of us know what the going rate for any figure is it's by a consensus where you're like, hey, that's a legend that probably shouldn't be no more than X amount. And there's certain legends that are crazy, crazy expensive, like the retro Spider-Man. Loose, I've seen them for 80 bucks. Mint that's on art, I've, I've seen them for 120. And almost people don't bat, uh, I, they're like, yeah, okay, that's kind of what's the going price. But mm -hmm. he's an exception. Like you can't expect to get another Spider-Man or any type of figure that high. Or when someone sells a retro spider and be like, oh, I'll give you, you know, retail or I'll give you 30 bucks. You know damn well he's not going for that rate. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's a good point too. like, you know, I, I know I talked about it, but like make it reasonable, you yeah. know, um, because if you're just going to charge me what eBay's charged me, I'll just go to eBay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like make it give it some incentive. Just think about yourself as a consumer. Yeah. You know, what is it that makes you spend money? Yeah. And, and, and don't be don't be that one guy that or guy or that's looking for like I've seen a couple of posts where they're looking for certain certain and this is particularly for Mesco. They're looking for certain Mesco and they're like, oh, I'm not willing to spend more than 100. And I'm like, you know, retail was like 85 or 95 bucks. And that figure, <laughs> there's no way you're going to get it for 100 shipping alone is going to be 20 bucks. It's a bigger box. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, you're not going to get it for below retail, like no Mesco you're going to get. It's, it's going to be rare for you to find a Mesco for retail value. That's really that, good point. I've seen that a lot lately. Cracks me up. Or with Mythic, Mythic Legions, they're like, "Oh, I want it for just a little bit above retail." And I'm like, mm -hmm. "Come on, you're never gonna. You're good luck." That's all yeah, I can you say. see, like in search of, like, I really want this, and you know, uh, just a random figure. Yeah. Let's say the original Mythic Spider-Man. Yeah. And I'm only willing to, willing to spend seventy-five on it. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, I mean, it's. I think it's courageous of you to state your purchase price yeah. and expect someone to adhere to that. Yeah. Um, but I think it's kind of a bold thing to do. Yeah. Because you're just basically putting your own ceiling on it. Yeah. Of what you're willing to spend. And, you know, if maybe 75 is a good price, but I know that that Mafex Spidey is sought after. So if you're seeing it sell on eBay for like $120, you kind of look like a jackass when you're like, <laughs> I'm only willing to spend 75 yeah, you know, you're not going to get anybody that's going to accept that offer because they know they yeah. can get more. Um, I think another thing to consider is timing. Timing of when you're trying to sell stuff. A lot of the times you see people sell after something big has come out. So oh, like right. the His Tank yeah. or Mezco, the new Pink Skulls Chaos Club. You yeah. saw a bunch of people sell stuff right at, right after that. Yeah, you kind of consider it. I just spent what was it, three hundred dollars on that set. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm in my mind, this is me and it could be other people. Yeah. I'm not immediately like going to go to sales post and be like, what else can I buy? Yeah. 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 You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm also on that boat where I'm like, Oh, I probably shouldn't sell money. And I get it. Those people are like, I need to fund this now because right. it's a buy now item. If you didn't charge PayPal, you're going to put it on your credit card or whatever the yeah. case may be. Yeah. So I get, you're trying to get money for that money, but Maybe if you'd done that like a week before it dropped, you yeah. probably have a bit more success. Yeah. You know, if you're trying to do it right when it drops, it's just you're going to be competing against everybody else that's doing the same thing as you. So, and, and, I, and I think that goes back to your other point. Like, you can't try to maximize your profit when you're amongst 
a herd of sellers exactly it's, you gotta just kind of let it go and give somebody a really good deal and or make give it a price that you know it's gonna sell for sure like i'm mm -hmm. at the point right now where i'm gonna start selling a bunch of my stuff and i'm gonna do uh an ig like live auction where it's like a flat base shipping rate and then we're gonna go from there and then whatever if i if I, it's i'm just trying to get rid of the stuff like whoever wants to buy it just throw a number out there and boom it's yours you know so right. it, it it gets to that point where you just got to figure out okay what do you want to get out of your collection are you going to try to squeeze the maximum profit that's going to it's going to take a lot of work and do you have the patience and time for that if you want to just get rid of it and unload it there's a lot of guys out there in the collection in the toy community world that buy large lots like i know a couple of dudes that they're like hey just I'll, I'll give you one flat offer for your whole entire lot sometimes that works out sometimes it doesn't um or take it to your like your local there's a toy toy shop that buys uh lots and sometimes they only buy like mock stuff or this guy he buys loose legends but they have to be like complete um mm -hmm. and you know certain stores have uh, certain guidelines and stuff like that or there's a there's another store where it's like a consignment you can take your collection there they sell it for you and they take a percentage so there's a lot of options yeah there are a lot of options that's gonna that was gonna be one of my other points is like it's not just online that you can sell stuff you know to prime's point you can go to local comic stores yeah you can go to local toy stores will they give you top dollar definitely not Probably not no yeah if you go to a comic store or a toy store expect maybe 50 percent of the value maybe and sometimes um, you get lucky like i took a small lot of uh, marvel universe figures which a couple years ago i really regretted it i was like oh, i shouldn't have sold them damn. but it was like an x-force pack it was some other stuff and it was all mint on cart but then i sold um <laughs> the toy biz marvel legend rogue and we all know if you're been a marvel legend collector the toy biz rogue was like Ugh. but it was the it was way before retro like no other rogue had been announced so when he when the guy saw that I was signing, he was like, "Oh man, I didn't get super top dollar because she was loose, but I got way more than I would have ever, ever expected." I think maybe he gave me like twenty five bucks and or thirty bucks, and she was going for like sixty, even though she was super duper ugly. Mm -hmm. But like three months after that, that's when they announced the retro rogue, and some one of my buddies like, "Dude, you timed that perfectly." I'm like, "I didn't. Yeah. I was just I looked at her and I'm like, Shh, I I don't use her for nothing like." I just i need to get rid of it that was the only legend i sold with all the rest of the mock and it was cool because this store was either like here we'll give you this amount of cash and i think it was i might have bought like 50 dollars cash or they're like we'll give you dollar we'll give you uh 80 in credit and i'm like oh i'll take the credit yeah i think oh. that uh, yeah you, you uh good point because i was going to say the same thing I, I would say if you are going to use a store like that definitely try to go for credit maybe find yeah. a store that has something that you're interested in yep and because to Prime's point, they want to get rid of their inventory too. Yeah, yeah. So if you're forcing them to do cash, they'll, you know, yeah. they'll go as as low as they can. Right. Don't they be afraid to haggle. You know, yeah. you could say like, uh, "Well, I'll give you fifty. Well, can yeah. you give me seventy-five? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's meet in the middle at sixty. So you're getting a little bit more than what you thought. But if you want to really maximize that value that you're going to get from one of those tours, definitely use trade in because yeah. they want to get rid of that stuff too. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be like, well, will you give me this figure for this figure? Right. Or maybe these two figures for this one. You know, would yep. you do that? Um, you can't be afraid to haggle. Do it respectfully. Yeah. You know, don't be an asshole and be like, well, I'm only going to give you 20 or, you know, call the guy out for not giving you a, a good price because you got to think about it from a business standpoint. Those guys want to buy so they can sell higher. Yeah. It's always trying to make profit for the store. So is it really that surprising they want to offer you 50% 
of what it's worth. Not really because they're trying to make some money. They're yeah. not just a personal collector. Um, I think another a good option uh, for local and depending on where you live, this may not be as easy. But um, if you can find like a local convention or a toy oh, yeah. show mm -hmm. or even sometimes in these comic book stores, they'll have like these weekends where they yeah. have people come in from our locals. Yeah. You buy like a, a swap meet type of thing. Exactly. And yes. I would I would encourage more of the swap meet um, or find a, like a local corner. If you find mm -hmm. a really busy corner, put your table there and just <laughs> set, sit, set up next to the kid with the lemonade stand. The only reason I say that is um, there is a local swap meet that one of the toy stores does and you, you can show up, you get on this list and, you know, you set up your table and stuff like that. But there's a toy show. Um, it's fairly large and you can sign up to be a vendor and sell your stuff there. The only thing with that is you need like a seller's permit. You need a seller's like mm -hmm. you need some paperwork to be official. And if you're collecting, you're like, hey, I'm only going to do this maybe once maybe twice or I'm just doing it once to clear up that may not be the best option so look for those swap meets or go to your local swap meet and just like set it up there I know there's a lot of collectors that like to do that type of hunting where you go I've found some really gems yeah going to my swap local swap meet yeah. and seeing that that's what I, I have my eye out for it's like oh where's the collector sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not good because then you know like oh this guy's not a true collector he's just one of those that Casuals. buys stuff and tries to flip them yeah and then yeah. you a lot of times more on the positive side i do run into individuals where they are true collectors and they're just like hey this is stuff i found or stuff that i'm trying to get rid of and i've got i've scored some really really sweet deals sometimes they don't know what they have if they're really just your typical swap me and they're like they buy the storage unit that's i came across a lady who was selling like the storage unit that she had bought and she was like just give me 50 bucks for the box and it was like a box of legends and i was like whoa you know and you yeah. you, you get lucky sometimes so you definitely do yeah. yeah. And a lot of the times they'll charge you like a small fee for that, maybe yep. five, ten dollars to have a table or something. And I think mm -hmm. for from what I know with Prime and how many legends that he has, he's got totes. I think that'd be a great totes. place for you to go. Yeah. Because you could just you could sell like an entire tote. The guy's like, Man, I want a lot of these in here. Yeah. yeah. And be yeah. like, All right, well, give me two hundred dollars for the tote or something like that. Man. You know? That guy's going to get a smoking deal, but you're going to get rid of a lot of stuff and make $200 in cash quickly. This yeah. is stuff that you want to get rid of for a while. And, like we and you really want to think about it. You wish, you really want to go through them because the first time I did this, uh, I was transitioning from like um, the Toy Biz and like Kenner stuff, all my the vintage figures mm -hmm. transitioning into Marvel Legends. And I had all the, like I had, I mean, like a huge tote and almost like trash bag full of Toy Biz. Like I think I had almost all of them. And I was selling them individually, like at a swap meet. And this woman comes up to me. She's like, how much for all of them? And I didn't even sit out and piece it like, oh, if there was, let's say it was 100 figures. And if I'm selling them at five, five bucks a pop, I'm like, oh, I should probably sell the whole lot for around 500 bucks or something, right? Mm -hmm. Simple simple math. Not 36 heads, but just 500 bucks. <laughs> and I look at the bag and I'm just like, how much do I want? And I, I, was, I was super young, too. And I was just mm -hmm. like, ah. Uh, Hundred, I think I said maybe 150 bucks something. Because to me that was like, yeah, I'm, I can buy it the next this good, Marvel Legend week. Yeah. And at that, at that, back then, Marvel Legends were only eight bucks. So I was like, 150 bucks, I can buy two waves. And I'm like, 150 bucks. She threw that money down to, to me so, so quick. She took the whole bag, and I'm like, yeah, I sold everything. And then my my sister's like, how much did you sell that for? I'm 150. She's like, you know, you had over, you know. And then she started doing the math, and I was like, ah, oh, I just took a fat loss, huh? <laughs> like, 
dummy. Uh, Dude, like, come on, prepare. That's that'd be that's, my, my advice for yep. those trying to unload a big, big lot. Like, I, was I got excited. I was like, she wants everything. Hells yeah. I don't have to sit here and, you know, I was already willing and dealing with guys that were trying to, like, oh, I'll give you two bucks, three. Like, mm-hmm. I was pricing them pretty cheap. Well, like and you, you go right in. It's a great segue because my one of my last points was going to be prepare. <laughs> yeah. Prep your stuff. Yeah. Prep like the prices. What is it? What's the least you're willing to take for that? Yeah. Yeah. You have a tote, maybe just count it. How many figures are in there? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. You know, $10 each, 30 figures. That's $300. If somebody yeah, well, else, where were you like, like 15 years ago, Nate? Come on. What was I? What? I said, where were you? Oh, yeah. Because I needed you. Sorry, man. I needed you in this garage that hey, I was doing. Yeah. I've done it myself. This, hey, this soccer myself. mom, she threw the cash at me, grabbed the bag, threw it in the van, and she was out. Like, and gone. I thought she was part of Fast and the Furious because she was gone so quick. <laughs> no, I've done the same thing, though, is uh, where I'll try to sell stuff and I'll go to one of those local shows. And I, I used to have a lot of carded things. So I had these mint on card, yeah. Kenner Dark Knight collection. Oh, yeah figures and i'm like i gotta get rid of these and i had like yeah. a tote of like probably six or seven i didn't even like think about it in my head what would i be willing to sell this whole thing yep. for yep so the first guy that comes up he's like what would you get what would you do for all of them and i, I did the same thing you did i'm like yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. 70 dollars yeah. he's like sure throws it down yeah. walks away and the guy's like man that was a great deal kind of the yes. same situation. i think yes. about it in my head i'm like wait that was eight figures um, <laughs> Sell, the, sell that for less than ten dollars each. I probably spent more on that. Yeah. You know? So you don't yeah. want to have one of those moments where you're like, yeah. "Fuck, did I just make a mistake?" Yeah. You know, you want to feel good about it. Yeah. So, you know, if you're thinking like somebody like this tote's worth three hundred, if somebody gives you like, oh, "I'll give you two eighty. right? I think I'd probably take yeah. that. You know, yeah. am I going to find them over twenty dollars? No, I'm getting ninety percent of what I wanted. So, yeah. yeah, have that price. And then I think another thing about preparation is know your shipping of what oh, you're going to do yep. are you going to add shipping to the cost or are you going to say 100 shipped yeah first thing is if you do that you look like a real asshole when you come back and say well you know shipping's more expensive than i thought uh, yep. can we give me another ten dollars you know i don't want to have to deal with that because i was already settled on that price i get yeah. it shipping's really expensive but just prepare do yeah. your research yeah. how much does it weigh can i ship it in a flat rate box maybe yeah. Um, should I take this to the post office and weigh it and get a price? Yeah. And if you are going to price it out, price it out as far as you can. Mm-hmm. So, like, what is the New York cost? For me, that would be New York, Arizona yeah. to New York. Yeah. Or if you're in New York, how much would it cost? Oh, the West Coast. Yeah. Or ship yeah. it to Hawaii. Or, or if you're yeah. doing only US, you know, if you're doing international, like, forget that. That's no, that's crazy. I, I, I mean, it sounds off. Some people are like, man, this guy. But I yeah. try not to sell internationally because I just there's a whole nother process there. You got to fill out the customs form. It's a usually unknowns. a lot more expensive. Um, and if it gets lost or it, it gets lost, months, yeah, it takes know. a long time to get there. Um, there's just for me, it, there's more risk. And I, to Prime's point, when I sell things to people, it's a lot of the times it's people that I've known. Yeah. So I want to try to do the right thing by them. Um, I think and then quickly, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So have your shipping worked out. Know what you want for it. The last thing with the preparation is make sure everything's in the box. Yeah. You know, don't just be like, I think everything's in there and then ship it. Yeah. And then the guy gets it. You're like, hey, uh, I'm missing like five accessories, man. Yeah. 
Hey, where's the 37 head sculpts? Yeah, bro? didn't you say 36? I remember you mentioned this on your live. You said 36 head sculpts? I got like six head sculpts. Yeah, I'm missing like 30 head sculpts, bro. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be that guy yeah. that didn't check it out because you're in such a hurry that you just wanted to get rid of it. And then, yeah. you know, you're screwing over your friend that's getting it. And they're like, man, this sucks. I wouldn't have spent this much if I had known it wasn't coming with everything. Yeah. You know, because there's a... I'll pay more for something that's complete. And if it's not complete, you know, I expect some kind of nice deal on it. Cause that yep. for me, now I can't resell that cause it's going to be harder for me. And then that's like, I've, I've separated so much of my stuff. Like I have all my accessories, all in different uh, organizers that yeah. I don't have them together with. And so I already know I'm not going to be able to get top dollar, which is fine. I'm, I just want to get everything out. I'm going to sell all the loose stuff. Then once I get done with the loose stuff, all the mock stuff, then all the accessories, I want to sell all my props. And I got like boxes of props. Then my I got a bunch of 112 really? scale vehicles. I'm going to sell all my vehicles, some custom vehicles that I've been working that I never finished. Like I just want it all gone. So it's going to be kind of crazy. Then I'm going to have nuts. a bunch of space afterward. I'm excited. I'm nervous. Am I going to cry? Yes. Am I going to be okay? <laughs> yes and it'll be all fine i'll have more space and uh for new stuff but yeah it's kind of scary man it's, it's kind of weird. i'm like i'm getting rid of all those props and if you're in, in the photography game you know sometimes some of these props you go like i went through so many shows i was like searching ebay i was searching amazon there's some props where i'm like man it took me uh a month or six months to get this one freaking prop i knew there's a couple spawn or toddy mac figures that i just bought the figure and i literally tossed the figure in the trash and i just wanted the, the one prop yeah, he's selling all those props too. So yeah, oh, I know, man. I'll sell. I'll buy figures just for the prop. Yeah, you know. So if I'm yeah. seeing somebody selling props, you know, I'm interested now. <laughs> selling maybe everything. I'll, selling the farm. Yeah, maybe I'll drive out there and get them from you or something. Uh, oh, you don't have to ship it to me. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just See, stuff like you guys that. Just saw a deal go down. Right. You're welcome. I'm working out the deal. Like he knows he's talking about something he knows that I would want. You guys saw that his eyes lit yeah. up and those listening, <laughs> go check out the his eyes, like, oh, his glasses almost fell off. Yeah, if you're listening on uh Spotify, maybe check out the live and see how big my eyes really did. Because <laughs> you almost would need a sharpie to fill in his people because that's how big right. it got. He was like, My eyes get pretty huge. They're already big anyways, <laughs> so they get pretty bulgy at times. Um, but yeah, yeah you know, hopefully that helps you guys. And I know yeah might seem like oh this is no-brainer stuff but you'd be surprised how many people you see trying to sell yeah that clearly have not done any prep they're like in their closet taking pictures of a box of figures and you're like well i'm not selling any of these just just this one yeah just you that know? one that you can see the foot and don't do the dm for price oh i hate it. that don't be Put one of those price, guys or else you don't want to sell it yeah, I'm scared to ask what the price is because then as soon as I ask, you're going to think I'm interested. I'm like, ah, I'm not really interested in that price anymore. Yeah. You yeah. know, I just be upfront. What is it that you want to, what What do you want for that? Because yeah. if you have to make me ask, I'm probably just going to move on. You know, yeah. I'll wait till I see that again. That's right. Because a lot of the times I think people that do the DM for price are either embarrassed about what they want to ask for it or they haven't done their research. So they're like, well, just give me an offer. And that's a dangerous game to play. Because everybody's going to try to lowball. I don't care yep. who you are. Uh, you're going to be like, well, I know it's worth 100 Will you take yeah. 75 for it? Yeah. You know, you're going to try to lowball. And you'll get yeah, a situation you, like me and Prime did where we're like, sure. You want you want to make uh, you want to make it for them 
an experience that it's easy to do business with. But then on that same hand, like if they're making it easy to do business with you, make sure you do your proper homework and send the payment and they get what they asked for. And it's been amazing. Like I've had some really great interactions with some fellow collectors lately where they check in. They're like, hey, did you get what what we agreed on? And I'll check. Sometimes I check. Sometimes I, I'll just get a notification. And I'm like, oh, no, lately, I don't know what's going on with PayPal. I'm getting charged for every single little thing. I feel like I get charged even for signing in or checking my balance. And I'm like, nope, they charge me like this weird $2.15 fee. And then the person on the side like, oh, I'll send you that extra or can you send me the refund and then I'll send it to you via friends and family? Cool. That works too. Like I yeah. always give people the option, but it's always good to check in and make sure, Hey, did I do that right? Or so I, you know, there's a lot of rumors out there. We spread rumors, start beef, but there's a rumor that PayPal, if you have a business account, the PayPal doesn't give the, the buyer the option to send it via friends and family. And like for my stuff, it's set up as a business account. So maybe, you know, it's not, so much the buyer, but maybe it's my the way my account is set up, and they don't have the option to send it as friends and family. But Definitely. I had people check, and it still it still gives them the option. They just got it makes it a little bit. They have to like double check and make sure they can send it via friends and family. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, you know, know what which one you're willing to take. Around. Yeah, yeah, and if if uh, you don't, you know, if you want to do goods and services, account for the fee, mm -hmm. and don't give me the the bullshit like, well, you said a hundred. Yeah, oh, hundred plus the fees you have to pay. Why would you put that on me? You know, yeah. don't don't make me responsible for the fee. Yeah. And then to Prime's point, like if you do miss the two dollars, it, it sounds petty, but I'm gonna be like, hey, I need that extra two, man. <laughs> yeah, two dollars because that's not what we agreed on. Have you have you seen the price on gas? Do you want me to put yeah, no plus shipping and plus tank, gas? Dude. Yeah, <laughs> shipping, yeah. handling, and gas too. Right. Yeah. So hopefully that helps you guys out. Um, if you guys have other tips and tricks that we did not uh, touch on when you're hitting that like button for this show, because make sure you always do that with our shows. Um, make sure you leave a comment, help other people out. What are some tips that maybe we didn't touch on that you could share? Yeah. This is supposed to be a community where we're helping each other out. So we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, and then if you haven't checked out our last episode, make sure to check it out. Uh, we had a great conversation with oh, the toy page. Amazing. Awesome guy, uh, you know, Paige is just a wealth of knowledge for all things Mezco. So we get a kind of a deep dive in the Mezco talk and sort of the hot topics that people are talking about, the things that he deals with, being in the position that he is where everybody knows he's the Mezco guy. Um, and then also got to know a little bit about him because, you know, you see his presence on Instagram, but you might not really know who Paige is. So go check that out while you're there. Make sure you're subscribed. Hit the notification bell if you hit, haven't hit it already. So you get alerted next time we go live. Um, but yeah, hopefully I helped you guys out. Yes. Um, anything else you want to say there before we move into other topics? No problem. I'm good to go. Okay. We'll start with some pre-orders. Speaking of selling to buy, um, there's been some pretty interesting prayers lately. One of them, which is a Mario waifu, I think. Definitely a waifu. Definitely a, a Mario waifu, and I think this is even this is almost like a autobiography figure based on his uh, life. I was just recently on Chat Migos. Shout out to all the Chat Migos. You guys are freaking awesome, phenomenal. And we went over this, and I think uh, they took a little page out of Mario's book. Chamba knows the whole story behind it, and I guess it was like this kid who pre-ordered this maid, and this is who showed up at his door, and I'm. 
I'm like 35%, if not 75% sure. That's what Mario told me that he ordered this uh, made to clean his house. So. Yeah, this would this would definitely end up his waifu for laifu channel. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, this made I thought was really interesting. It's the me and Ramoko Steel Ramoko Ryobot DX version action figure. That's a mouthful. There's Whoa. a DX version, there's a standard version, and then if you go to the Sentinel store, uh -huh. there is a Sentinel version which comes with an additional faceplate. Um, so there's a bunch of different versions of this. Yeah, uh, it's from Sentinel, the people that uh, did the uh, Miles, yeah, Peter B. Parker, Spider-Man, and the then Fighting the, Armor, Iron Man. Yeah, uh, yeah, and you, you guys know if you guys have any of the Sentinels, I haven't seen a lot of pictures of this freaking Sentinel Iron Man, but he's a phenomenal figure, and that their articulation is on point. Yeah, so I think if Mario's going to ask what them ankles do, I think yeah, they're going to do a lot. Yeah. <laughs> They're moving a lot. Uh, <laughs> she comes with some rice, some tomato sauce, um, some cleaning stuff, I guess. Uh, yeah. A bunch she's of different. Feed you and clean clean you, right? Yeah, I mean she's a stocky girl as well, so she'll kick your ass. Uh, she shoots fireballs. I think this is based on an old cartoon where this maid was a robot. It makes oh, me okay. think of the Jetsons, you know? Yeah, but more of a Rosie. realistic looking robot. Wasn't yeah. There there wasn't there a show to oh man i remember there being like a sh like a live action kids show where like the there was the maid was like a little she was a little kid but she was a robot too i i yeah yeah that rings a bell i just don't know the name yeah i don't know um, it's kind of really like drop it down yeah it makes me think of the same thing when i'm yeah watching these images because it, it looks very kind of cartoonish yeah you know she's flying around using her braids spinning really oh, fast this, the braids are her like propellers okay. yeah that's when i at least that's yeah that's, that, that's like that's it. extended and now they're propellers wow so she uses those to fly around in superman poses um that's cool. it comes with this additional head i guess that you can i think that's mario's to... head yeah there you go yeah that's mario's head that's for asking about her ankles that's what she's <laughs> doing no he's trying to like get a get a get a peek and she's like hey mind your manners <laughs> You don't do that. You'd be respectful. Yeah, I love the face though. The, the expressions are awesome. I know. Very expressive. Um, they definitely did a good job of selling the figure, I think, in the shots. because I wish my face looked like that. Yeah, I know. This girl is is ripped, dude. She's beefy. Um, but it's it's just a really cool, like, unique figure. It's one yeah. of those that I'm actually considering myself. I'm like, man, this would be fun to use just for shots. Yeah. Super um, fun. Yeah, just some random character. You can see everything it comes with, like a comic book, some extra flame effects, Mario's head peeping out of the ground, yeah, uh, an extra skirt, uh, some face plates. And like I said, there's a bunch of different versions. So uh, there's ones that come with additional stuff. It's $100 cool. for the DX version. Um, just kind of a cool release, something a little yeah. bit different. Very uh, unique. I like that. Yeah, not like your comic stuff. Yeah. Speaking of comic stuff, we're going to go into the... I don't think we've talked about these yet. I know they've been out for a couple of weeks, but yeah. there's the classic costume Spider-Man, which according to HLJ is already on the wait list. Um, so hopefully you guys got on that. I think there's AmiAmi. I don't think it's on BBTS anymore. Um, you have the classic Spidey? Yeah, I have the classic Spidey. I kind of like the paint on this one better than the original. Yeah, I like I like the paint on this one. I'm trying to, I'm trying to go through this hamster wheel, trying to spin it and and 
remind myself, did I freaking get this or did I not freaking get this? Did I pre-order this? I want to say I did, but I might have done it like half asleep because the minute I see it or someone shared the link, I just, and man, I, I can't remember. I'm, I'm going to have to check my Ami, Ami account after this and see if I pre-ordered this because that Mafex Spider-Man, it's, it's a freaking amazing figure. Yeah, I really like the paint job on this and one. And I love the comic the colors. Yeah, because I think the original was like a comic version is what they called it. And it was this dark. Is, it was a darker blue. I like the bright blue. Darker blue, darker reds, yeah. and the lines were not as well defined. They weren't colored in very well. Yeah. Um, so it's a little rough. So this one seems like their second attempt, and it's a much better version in my opinion. Yeah, like Marvel um, Select did, a, did a Spider-Man in these colors. One of my favorites. Yeah. So, right. Yeah, this is definitely... Hopefully like, I got this. Hopefully it's in my cart. Well, another thing about it, too, if you go, um, the conversion rate from yen to dollars right now is really in favor for dollars. dollars? Okay. So the yen's kind of down and like, you can see this one's $62. Oh. That's pretty cheap. What they go? Um, <laughs> normally like 75. So yeah. I think that's part of the conversion rate going on is that yeah. some of these uh, Japanese sites have them for less than you can get them at like BBTS. So that's something to consider. Uh, yeah. Maybe try to pay it in full now if you can, just, just lock that price down yeah. or at least pre-order it. Uh, yeah. The other one is the Scarlet Spider. Yeah. Uh, this seems to be a lot of people's favorite version of Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. And this is actually a, a Spider-Man I don't know a whole lot about. Um, I didn't read any I, comics with him. Yeah. It's Ben Riley, right? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I think, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go with Ben Riley. Okay. I wasn't my sure. favorites, I don't know a whole I my I, it's been a good minute since I've read some comics, especially Scarlet Spidey. But when he mm -hmm. was first introduced, I was all about Scarlet Spidey. Yeah. I, I love the hoodie aspect of it. Yeah, and it's got it's the, cool. the cloth goods. It's just kind of a, a very unique version of Spider-Man. It's I, I know a lot of people if I if I got the name wrong, I'm probably gonna get tons of horrible comments like Jesus, this guy does not know his Marvel. <laughs> you, um, you should prepare next time. This one's still available though, uh, on HLJ at least. So if you guys missed out on the pre-order, you can lock it down now. I think it looks really cool. I like this yeah. one a lot. Um, going into other ones, I saw this. This is a little bit different. Not really figures, but yeah, I noticed a bunch of these new dial pieces dropping on BBTS. Mm -hmm. There's like this uh, prison cell, which is fifty bucks. You know, maybe that's a little much, but. I think you're getting kind of a cool dial piece for the money. Yeah. Um, you can use your lighting like that. I, I just saw a bunch of these kind of pop up at the same time. There's a subway station, which I feel like this is pretty pricey. Yeah. But it's also very detailed. Yeah. But, and that's the pros and cons because this is like, you know, fabricated, right? So it's your plastic. Right. And those are SHF scale. I don't like that's the only problem. You got to. Right. You know, Marvel Legends, or if you if you do some NECA stuff or some collectibles, may not look as good. Mm -hmm. The figures that they're using there, those are imports, so it's true. It's that's something great. to take consideration. But if you want to get somebody to commission it for you, you're going to probably be looking at the same price. And that's mm -hmm. the that's the challenge with, I think, a lot of photographers or new collectors, I should say, is they want to get pieces like that, and they see these prices, and they're like, oh, that's kind of pricey. I'm gonna get someone to commission it, and you're probably gonna pay the same, or if not more, and it's gonna take right. longer because yeah, and they're they're just one person. To be honest, I'd rather buy it from a customizer in their community. Mm. Um, 
I think it's more of like, are you willing to wait for someone's work? Yeah. Or do you just want to go the fast route? But to Prime made some really great points that I didn't even think about. It's probably SHF size. Yeah. Because most Japanese yep. uh, dios are a little yeah. bit smaller. So your Mezcos probably won't fit in there as easy as you might think. Yeah. And if you're going to spend, you know, 180 or 50 bucks on something, you want to make sure you can use it. And it's yep. not going to be a disappointment. Yeah. Um, but yeah. if you are just trying to get a quick and dirty dial, yep. this is a good option. Yep. Um, you know, try it out, see how it goes. And you can always just like, okay, I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. Uh, I hate to feel you for recommending yep. it. And sometimes, sometimes, the, you know, the custom, the custom way is the, is the way to go because then you can tell them, hey, I want it. And like when I used to do dials back in the day, People would tell me like, "Oh, all I do is Marvel Legends, or all I do is SHF, so make it a little bit smaller, make it a little bit larger." And then, boom, it's exactly to your fit. And a lot of times, it's a one of a kind type of piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you got guys like Seventy Eight Points, which are doing dios for yeah. around. I want to. I want to quote his price because I'm not yeah. exactly sure what his next one is, but it's around two hundred, two twenty. Yeah, and that's and usually. I mean, that's the going price really, for a dial. Like, and you're yeah. gonna get killer, stellar work. Really it, good it is it's it's not it's not uh cheap but it's not crazy expensive because there's no. some dire makers that are, are far more than that but at the same time he's giving you a lot of options to customize it to any of your liking the exactly. quality is there it, it's consistent and i don't know it's just you you know that he's going to deliver there's yeah. sometimes that when there's either a brand new dial maker or one that's been established and they're getting burnt out or they've taken on more than they can handle, you pay that much and then you don't see an end result for like six months or a year or you have to wait a long time because stuff happens. So I think the way uh, 78 does it is really smart. Just launches it, pre-orders it, gives you a time window, and then that's it and then closes it. So, Right. Yeah, and I, I speak yeah. from experience. I always feel like I get what I'm paying for with him. Yeah. I yeah, like you showed his pieces like those – those look uh, spectacular. So, yeah, I'm a big fan yeah. of his work. Um, yeah, definitely. A lot of, that. Your username does have a lot of points of articulation, probably one too many. But your skill and your 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 product is amazing. I would just probably think twice about that. That's way too many. One too many points of articulation, sir. Yeah, that's like Yamaguchi, <laughs> and you're just gonna piss people off with that many points. Like this is too many points of articulation. Like, I, make, I can't be part of this Gucci gang. Gucci Gang has way too many points of articulation, and they just announced the Black Panther. They did. Oh, oh yeah. Are you, are you uh, getting that Black Panther? Um, I am definitely. He looks really, really good. Yeah, I don't even see where it's. Where was that announced? Because I. I, I saw it on, uh, of course, uh, from all places, Toy Migos. Oh yeah. Okay. Toy Migos. Of course. You know, that's that's uh, everyone's place for knowledge. Let's pull that up real quick, and that'll let's be our last one, and then we'll move into other things. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And the minute I saw that, I was like, oh, Nate's going to be uh, all over it. taking over his throne of Gucci Gang. Oh, I put it in my story President. immediately. I was like, yeah. Gucci yeah, Gang. Yeah, he looks really good. He looks awesome. And um, it makes sense for this type of character to have this type of crazy over 78 points of articulation. <laughs> yeah. Too many points. Too many points, but just enough for Black Panther. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I think oh, he look looks that really good yeah uh this is one of those that you don't see a lot of breaks in the sculpt and i think that's one right. thing that yamaguchi is getting better at is trying to hide the joints a bit more mm -hmm. so that you don't break up the sculpt so much because if you look at like the first spider-man oh. they did yeah yeah or even wolverine just, 
Oh. There's joints all over the place. You can just see yeah. it. Or the Wolverine, yeah. Yeah. So as they've gone on, as I've been collecting them, they've gotten better and better and better about hiding the joints so it's not oops. So it's not as jarring. Yeah. Uh, or just, you know, really takes you out of, oh, that's an action figure. I can tell because look at all those joints. Yeah. And yeah, it looks very poses. natural. The poses. Oh, yeah, we're showing some pictures of him posed like he's kneeling, he's punching the ground. It's just he's got that oh. shockwave effect going on. Yeah. The yeah, effects are really cool. Really, really good. Yeah. That'll definitely be a, a pre-order for me. Nice. All right. Well, moving on, we will talk about plastic confessions. Uh-oh. I'm getting a token this You're week. holding your head in shame. I'm, I'm holding my head in shame because I'm getting a token this week. Uh, as I'm preparing for this massive sale, the, the primetime clearance, everything <laughs> prime must go. Primetime clearance sale. <laughs> primetime clearance, everything must go. The blue light special, get ready. Uh, I love it. That's great. Yeah, pay attention to Prime's page because I think it's going to give you guys some good deals. There's a lot of stuff it's coming. It's time for a change. That's, that's my motto. It's prime time. It's prime time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, um, so no no uh, confession for Prime, but that makes no. sense because he's trying to offload, not onload. Yeah. Um, but I did get something. Nice. I got the... Speaking of Mafex, and one of the reasons why I want so to talk awesome. about this new Spider-Man. Uh, so there's a lot of glare. Got that here. Venom. Yeah, I got the uh, Mafex reissue of Venom. I missed out on this originally when he mm -hmm. came out. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm very happy that they reissued him because he's he's really a good-looking figure. Yeah. Um, and I'm just loving what Mafex is doing with his comic line. So it was a no-brainer for me. Like when I saw it go up, I'm like, okay, I got to get it because this yeah. is probably my last chance. Um, and I think these have sold out since. So hopefully you guys got one if you wanted him. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Mafex comic stuff. So yeah. very excited to break that one open and take some shots. Nice. Okay. Uh, moving on into Nasty Nate's Dirty Trick for the week. Um, this is one kind of like last week when I was talking about something that I wanted to try and something that I've seen some people use. Mm -hmm. is a uh, polarizing lens. Oh, so, yeah, I've heard about those. Yeah, you can get polarizing covers from Amazon or really anywhere, but it's not like a full lens. It's just a cover that you can put on top of your lens. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing about it is that it takes away a lot of the glare. So let's say, for instance, you're trying to take a shot of like a pond or something close to a pond. Yeah. A lot of the times is that the light reflects off the pond and you just have this like kind of like you've got a pond that looks like the sky. You know, okay. it's like either blue or it's showing something else. What the polarizer does, it gets rid of a lot of that glare and a lot of those reflections. So you can actually look deep into that pond on oh, top okay. of something else. Or if you're shooting into the sun, it takes away a lot of the glare because a lot of the times those UV rays will oversaturate your shots and mm -hmm. ruin the colors. Um, so you got to be really careful about light. But if you put a polarizing filter on there, it actually helps reduce those that UV effect in your shot. So it can really okay. help it make, you know, really bring out the colors, uh, really kind of help with the intensity. Mm -hmm. uh, my, my buddy Toys for Life 88 swears by them. He told me, he's like, this, hey, if, if I can recommend you getting something, get a polarizing cover for your lens. Yeah, because uh, it's been really helpful. So even if you're doing indoor shots, I think it can be mm -hmm. really helpful because it's just a way to kind of reduce the glare, reduce the intensity, uh, it, but still preserve the colors. Um, 
So I'd say if you guys are trying to do outdoor shots, because it is the summer right now, maybe uh, try out one of those lens covers. They're like 50 bucks sometimes or even less. You can get them for pretty cheap. Um, and it's cheaper than going out and buying a lens that's specifically for that, because I don't really need that. But yeah. I do want to be able to do outdoor shots, even not of figures, but of, you know, uh, when me and my wife travel or whatever the case may be. And the, yeah. oh, I always run into the problem of, damn, it's just too bright. Like, I can't yeah. take a shot here. Yeah. So then, you know, you don't have to worry so much about what time of day it is. I just put that filter on. It reduces it so it's a, a nice shot again. Nice. So, yeah, awesome. try out yeah. those uh, those polarizing filters. Uh, it's definitely something I'm going to be investing in soon. One of them went up on the Prime Day deal. So uh, there you go. I'm going to grab it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's just something you guys can try. The time of the year, I think it's it's good timing for using one of those filters. And who doesn't love Prime Day? I mean, hello. Right. <laughs> you know, like by the time you guys are listening to this, Prime Day has already came and went. But on Prime Day, I was on Chat Migos. So make sure you guys check out that episode if you haven't already. Talk about check in with Chat Migos. Follow with the Chat Migos. They're freaking phenomenal, what they're doing over there. They were, I could almost say, that Toy Meagles was a heavy inspiration for us starting this podcast. I know they yeah. inspired me a lot, you know. They were Yeah, uh, a lot of the segments that we walked through, like pre-orders yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they kind of like They're set a pillar the mold. Of this foundation. Yeah, for sure. Right. They kind of created the mold that a lot of us have started yeah. our own things from. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's really cool that you got to be a part of that. Uh shout yeah, out to awesome. Migos so, and the Toy Migos for having you on. Shout out to all of them. Uh, Cheney Wayne, Jurassic Jesse, Chamba. Lago Figs, Dario, 80s Baby, Fallen Fat. You guys are freaking phenomenal. Yeah, go check out Prime's episode if you guys missed it. Um, he had a good time with them on Prime Day. That on had Prime to have Day. been planned. Somebody planned I cannot confirm nor deny it. <laughs> it was planned. I'm, I'm just going with that. Spread rumors <laughs> and starting beef. That's what we do here. That's what we do here. Last and certainly not least, guys, is the figure aficionado for the hey. week. We, I almost feel like we need a shirt for that. Just like a sometime, maybe yeah. like a sash or something. I don't know. I, I, I that needs something. Figure aficionado fish with like a, a trophy or something on it. A, it's a like, crown, a jester hat. I don't know. A uh, trophy a, on top of a camera. Like it's or a, a camera piece of with a trophy or a beef it. that's like burned with just figure aficionado. <laughs> there you brain. go. Like a brand. <laughs> yeah, just, just branded. Just there. Yeah. Get your piece your of figure aficionado. You get branded. <laughs> for life i was yeah. a figure aficionado once uh but yeah this was this is a guy that i've been following for some time but this is actually prime suggestion for this week um, yes sir it's a great idea because i mean talk about a not only a talented photographer but a consistent one and one that's just been pumping out content um Love not that he needs the followers uh because he's got a fairly large following but if you're not paying attention to his work you're really missing out on some great, great photography because he does some amazing work. Yeah. Um, you see this kind of Andrew Garfield inspired Spider-Man shot. He's always doing very creative ideas. Um, this is kind of a Mr. Lee inspired shot, Thanos and Captain America. I love the way that this came out. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, he's obviously got some Photoshop skills where he's enhancing his photos with Photoshop. Mm -hmm. um, I think he still tries to do a lot of it practical when he can. Yeah. You can see the setup there and then kind of what the final result was. I love how this is the boys. It's Superman dunking on top of That's Homelander. Really and then you got Billy Butcher like, yeah. Yeah. In the background. Great shot. Really good storytelling. Um, 
oh, oops, Rhino. I just went through that one. It's like a Rhino unboxing, I think, or something like that. Um, then you got Wolverine with the the Infinity Gauntlet. Kind of what would Wolverine do? Yeah, he just he's incredibly creative uh, with his shots and kind of what he chooses to shoot and the setups and the yeah, ideas so who, who that he has. Is this amazing photographer you speak of? Oh, I didn't even mention his name. No, you didn't mention his name. So I'm oh on the gosh. edge of my seat. I'm listening. <laughs> if I'm driving, I might have been already swerving. So if you're driving, just stay <laughs> stay focused on the road. We're about to tell you who you should be following. His name is Cads, K-A-D-Z, Toys, T-O-Y-Z. Yeah. Awesome, awesome toys. Another uh, photographer that he shoots a lot with, I think these guys are close friends, is 529 underscore J, but it's J4Y. Um, he actually lost his account recently mm-hmm. um, due to some weird Instagram community guideline bullcrap. Um, so he had to start a new account. So if you've been looking for his work, you can see he's featured in Cad's Toys. Uh, but they do a lot of shots together. That's why I mentioned him, is they yeah. do a ton of stuff together. So I think they're pretty good friends um, yeah. and probably work together a lot. But yeah, I mean, check out Cad's Toys because does some great work. Uh, yeah. I just skipped one that was pretty good, but Thor and uh scarlet witch scarlet witch thank you uh pump and some iron yeah but yeah yeah and the Pretty shot that really like got like really pulled me was the he did a shot with like all the spider the the spider verse yes which was spider yeah. dr you know it was it was just such an epic shot and you can see like the it's right there um uh, that's the real yeah that one this one mm-hmm with some of the sentinel stuff mm-hmm. the, some you know it's just mixing different figures the posing the lighting i mean sometimes the simple shots are the really ones that knock it out of the ballpark and again i think for that first time collector just stepping in being consistent and just looking at those that have really mastered their craft and then trying to incorporate that take a little bit of uh, that photography that you really admire and then make it your own yeah exactly some some epic shots it's it's awesome yeah he does it in a way where like you know you think about well how many different ways can i shoot spider-man right go to cat's toys page because all of his shots are unique and different and creative and a lot of the times i'll go to his page and you don't see the same kind of ideas twice you see a lot of different variation of and it's clear he has a lot of love for spider-man because he shoots a lot of different spider-man figures but here's another one yeah (laughs) Superman uh, arm wrestling with Homelander, taking a selfie, looking very happy about it. Butcher again in the yeah, background. Again, having fun with those figures, yeah. Different backgrounds. Yeah. Some are really simple. Some are really complex. Some right. involve dials. Some are props. It's, it's again, having fun with this, um, with, with with the figures. It's just, it kind of blows my mind. I'm like, damn, the possibilities are really endless. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so awesome. go check him out if you guys haven't uh, followed him before. Again, Cads K A D Z, Toys T O Y Z. Yeah, uh, give him a follow. He's a great photographer. You will not be disappointed. Yeah, awesome figure for shout out for this week. And that Absolutely. brings us to another conclusion of the figure booth. I am glad you made it to the very end. And if you did, and you are still here watching and listening to us, make sure you hit that like. Make sure you leave your thoughts down below. Let us know what you thought of this. And if you enjoy what we're doing here on a weekly basis, spread the word. We are counting on you. And only with your help can we get to that next level, which our goal for this year, or maybe we can make it sooner, is hitting that thousand, that 1K mark. So we can start yes. bringing more 
awesome content to you guys. We got a ton of ideas, but we need your help. We can't make it happen unless you help us get there. Right, um, exactly. Yeah. If you guys like this, please share it. Like Prime said, even if it's, you know, just a sharing your stories or if you're like DMing someone like, hey, have you listened to this yet? Or just if you have to write it on a bathroom wall, be like, hey, check out the figure. Yeah. Book. And then for, for a good, good time, time, check, check out, out the figure. figure book. Yes. yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, if you're listening to this and you're not subscribed, please subscribe. That makes a big difference to me in Prime. We're really trying to grow this channel into bigger than what it is. We want to keep providing awesome content, but part of that is being able to grow the channel. So getting more subscribers, getting those likes, getting the comments. Yeah. It's not just about the following. It's also about the engagement. So hit the like button. Uh, you know, just share it as much as you can. We appreciate yeah. it. We hate to solicit and do that. But if you guys can help us out, we really appreciate it. Yes, sir. And where can they follow you at, Nate? What, where can you guys can follow you? me on Instagram, Facebook, and... I. I'll say TikTok, even though I haven't logged on there in a while, but TikTok at figurefan underscore Nate. Awesome. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and now even on TikTok, all under Prime to the First. Feel free to check me out there. Keep your eye out on my page on Instagram. I will be selling everything. The Blue Light Special will be starting soon, and we'll check you guys out next time. Check you guys out next time. Thanks for tuning in. See you later.